Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 25 of Soul Food titled Ramadan Nights. In this episode, we're going to talk about the night prayer, particularly in Ramadan. Secondly, we'll talk about having devotion without arrogance. And lastly, we'll talk specifically about Laylatul Qadr. And we spoke about the night prayer before in general. But here, Imam al-Sha'arani is talking about the night prayer in Ramadan and seeking out Laylatul Qadr. And he ties this section to fasting and the devotions related to the blessed month of Ramadan. As we've been going through in this season of soul food, we've been looking at the major pillars of Islam and the various types of devotions that stem from those pillars. So we looked at a lot of different types of prayers, we looked at zakat and charity, and now we're looking at fasting and the month of Ramadan. And what he means by the night prayer in Ramadan is specifically referring to the taraweeh prayer. And Ramadan, all of it, is an amazing teacher. It is filled with lessons and signs and wisdom for those who reflect. If we look at the month of Ramadan and our experiences within it, it teaches us patience. It teaches us focus and determination. And it helps elevate our aspirations. Ramadan is profound. And I remember when I was a student at the seminary traditional school in Yemen called Dar al-Mustafa, when the month of Ramadan came, they gave us the schedule for the month. And I was a new student at the time. And I was very used to the comfort of a Western lifestyle. And I wasn't used to really exerting myself the way that the righteous do and the way that people in that city in Tarim were accustomed to. So when they gave us the schedule and said that we would be up all night until Fajr and that the only time that we would sleep would be after sunrise, after we pray the duha prayer, from that time until the time of Luhur, that would be the time that we sleep. And outside of that, there would be recitation of Quran and classes and obviously iftar and the taraweeh prayers and classes at night and all these different types of activities. I remember when they told me that, I was like, this is impossible. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not built that way. And I'm going to need to have as we Westerners often request and require, I'm going to need to have something very tailored to my specific needs. But subhanAllah, it was a miracle. Allah made it easy. And I was able to keep up, alhamdulillah, with that schedule for the most part. And the reason I'm bringing that up is that it shows you, especially in the month of Ramadan, what is possible and Allah allows you to elevate your aspirations and your goals and your dreams. That you don't say, okay, I'm limited. 
I can't do anything. But look at how just in this special month, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you the capability to do things that you never thought you could have done before. Whether it's staying up at night or praying the tarawih prayers, all of those are things that outside of the month of Ramadan, they're not that easy to do. And here Allah is calling us to elevate our aspirations. This brings us to the next point, devotion without arrogance. And this is part of why Imam Sharani's book, The Divine Lights of the Prophetic Way, is so important. He doesn't just talk about Ramadan and the night prayer and leave it there. That you pray the night prayer on Ramadan and you get all of these rewards. And what happens is when people just have the discourse at that surface level, is people start to think that through those acts of worship, They've done something for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, although there's truth to that, a better way to look at it is that Allah has done something for you. It's not that you're doing something for Allah, but that Allah has allowed you to do something which ultimately benefits you in the end. And Imam al-Sha'rani he says that the salah, the night prayer, the tarawih prayer, when you enter into the salah, you are brought before the divine. You are in the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that the salah is meant to make you experience the reality of tawheed, that you only worship Allah and you only witness Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even being allowed to pray is a gift and an honor. And many righteous men and women during the night prayer, which is already an accomplishment on one level, when they're praying that prayer, they see themselves as totally undeserving of standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Imam al-Sha'rani, he quotes one of them, one of the righteous who said, when I prayed the prayer, I see myself as a criminal standing before Allah. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been kind enough to me by allowing me to stand before him and that he hasn't rejected me altogether. I mean, this is the outcome of the spiritual path. This is what it means to have a sound heart. This is why the Prophet ﷺ said that a person with an atom's weight of arrogance will not enter paradise. That these are the states of righteous people who really connected to the reality of the salah. You have to come to these noble acts of worship without any entitlement, without any arrogance or vanity. You haven't done something for Allah Rather, Allah has done something for you. And this brings us to Laylatul Qadr. The night of great worth, Laylatul Qadr, is better than 1,000 months, as we all know. One prayer that you pray on that night is better than prayer for more than 83 years. Now, Laylatul Qadr, at one level, it relates definitely to the reward of Laylatul Qadr. 
But if you look at it once again, from the lens of Ihsan on another level, that Laylatul Qadr and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives people on Laylatul Qadr, it's beyond measure. It's beyond measure. And you have to wonder, you have to ask, why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being so generous to the ummah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam and giving them this night that is better than more than 83 years of worship? It's because, or you could say one of the reasons, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us to seek Him, Jalla Jalalu. That part of the wisdom in Laylatul Qadr even being hidden is that it makes us stand at Allah's door and we're always ready for His generosity. And then we're able to seek even beyond His generosity and to seek His good pleasure, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Laylatul Qadr really is a manifestation of Allah's power and generosity. And it teaches us to raise and elevate our aspirations. Imam al-Haddad radiyallahu anhu, he says describing Laylatul Qadr, the one to whom it is unveiled sees the blazing lights, the open doors of heaven and the angels ascending and descending, and may witness the whole of creation prostrating before Allah, its creator. That if someone sees the reality, if Allah lifts the veil, and someone sees Laylatul Qadr, these are some of the things that they might see. And this teaches us that it is about seeking the treasures that Allah gives His righteous servants. And it's not just about the reward. This teaches us that this deen is deep and beautiful. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us these realities, to allow us to taste the sweetness of Iman and to really access the deepest levels of knowledge and nearness to Him. This brings us to the call to action. The next time you pray, be aware of how truly undeserving you are to stand before Allah. And witness it. Witness you standing in prayer as a gift from Him to you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and make us of those that are beloved to Him. And may Allah make us sincere in all that we do and all that we say. And may He elevate our aspirations and allow us to follow the most radiant and sublime and beautiful sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.